On this episode of Documental, I'm speaking with Silicon Valley Laz, an author and social dynamics expert. Laz, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to share any insights on uh, how to grow your social circle or meet more people. The pleasure is all mine. So I figured we could start the interview talking about Socialite Magazine. Take it away from here. Awesome. So, um, you know, when I moved to San Francisco, I, I didn't really have uh, a social circle of any sort. And um, I was experimenting with a lot of new ideas and, and insights and just ways for me to meet people. And I had so many ideas that I was testing out and many of which worked that I started putting it in articles uh, or in a newsletter. Um, and hence Socialite Magazine, where I just share my insight, insights on dating, social stuff, anything to make new connections or meet more people, whether that's women or, or men, uh, you name it. It's really interesting that um, in general, people don't put much strategy into their social life. It's kind of like, I'll meet whoever I meet and I'll go wherever. And it's kind of this go with the flow mentality, which I would argue is good, but I think there needs to be a, a degree of strategy into what you do when, you, when it comes to social dynamics. Would you agree? And if so, how could you touch upon that? Yeah, man, that, that's, a, that's a really great point, actually. Um, you, you know, I, I, I always say that 50% of the people you meet in, in the real world, you're going to meet like organically um, or serendipitously. Someone's going to introduce you or you're going to be in the right place at the right moment. Um, and that's sort of how you'll make a connection. But the other 50% you have to strategically do. Uh, and I don't think a lot of people are used to that. Um, I think a lot of people grew up thinking, yeah, I'll just magically meet the right person. And whether that's a, someone for your like relationship or someone that um, could p potentially benefit you and hook you up with a, a great job or be like that amazing mentor, such as like the movie Karate Kid. Um, but I found that it doesn't work that way. It doesn't, ha it doesn't happen organically. You have to think strategically about how you're going to go and meet the right connections, uh, and putting yourself in the right situations. Um, just like a, as a quick example of what I mean by strategy is that, um, for example, I, I'm big on wine. I love wine tasting. Um, and I figured, well, I can go drink at home and do that like, alone and I'd be happy, but what if I, how could I capitalize on this? So, um, I joined a wine club, but then I went the extra mile and I said, well, there's a few wine clubs in the city, which one is going to be better, best for me. So I joined the wine club that was located downtown, the financial district, because I knew that I'd probably be meet, meeting like-minded people who are into business, who are into sales, uh, which I, I care about a lot. So, I strategically put myself in a wine club where I'd be meeting like-minded individuals who I'm naturally going to get along with. And in that way, that's just one of many examples that you can strategically put yourself in the right situations and, and, and meet the right type of people. Yeah, no, totally. It's like you have to understand what you really like is kind of a little bit of an introspection and then go to places that align with those interests, right? Because Otherwise, you're going to be going around to random places, aimless, meeting yeah. people that you're just, you have no connection with. And there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that you're just on the same page and we can't force a connection, right? So um, that's a really good practical tip that listeners can take tomorrow. Just do it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 
definitely take some time and, and sit down about what your values are, what your interests are, like what they truly are. Not, not the things that you do to be like, look cool. I, I think like any of us could go hit up a club or a bar because that's the cool thing to do, especially in our age group. But it really take the time to sit, sit and think about what genuinely interests you and what's genuinely interested you over the last few years and then go find things around around that specific niche i mean i i think that like let's take like a like a dating example if you want to meet women i think the easy advice to give any guy on that aspect is well if you want to meet a lot of women and a lot of attractive women then go join a yoga a yoga studio go to yoga class but it's like how many guys actually are going to yoga class because they genuinely love yoga for what it is and have this deep interest for it. I, I don't know about a lot of guys like that. Uh, and I'm a pretty open-minded guy who yeah. like into different circles. So, but if that's genuinely you, you genuinely like yoga, then by all means go for it. But I think you should always just keep in mind, are you really joining this activity or this group or this social club or fitness group because that's genuinely who you are or are you doing it because that's like the cool thing to do on paper? Yeah, totally. And, and it's funny because when there's a misalignment between who you are and the places you're going, the things you're doing, it's noticeable. People can see it and it yeah. comes off as insincere. So obviously we want to go around to these places being authentic and actually enjoying ourselves, right? Like when you're having a good time, it's, pretty obvious to the other people. Um, so yeah, this conversation can go in many ways and you pointed, you pointed out a lot of cool things. And um, one thing that I can touch upon what you said is we have to really like analyze our desires. The problem is that we're always moving. There's like people are always doing something today and there's no time in their eyes to sit down and kind of like think about why they're doing it or why they're going to certain places, why they shouldn't be going to other places. So how do we how do we find that time how do all these people find the time for that kind of introspection and uh, analysis of your desires yeah that's that's a great question um i definitely think that introspection is a big part of social and dating success i think a lot of people in the dating market and pickup artists suggest that it should just be all about taking action just get out of your house as much as possible and you and you'll figure it out and things will naturally happen for you. Um, but I, I do believe in like legitimate, like literally writing on a notepad on your, whether it's on your phone or, or, or a piece of paper, you know, your top five to 10 values, things that you truly care about in life, whether that's honesty or loyalty or fitness and health or clarity of mind and consciousness, um, whatever those things are to you, sit down and define them and then also define why they're important to you. And I, I, I personally wrote this down on my phone because I wanted to reflect on it and iterate on it as time went on. And it's a, it's a living document. It's something that I always keep top of mind. And it's something that I filter my choices by as well, whether that's with my career, whether that's the type of friends that, that I have or, or even women I date, it's, they're getting filtered by these values and interests and desires that are true to me. I, I don't think that just because something's cool, you should automatically jump on it. I think that you should take the time and think like, okay, does this really interest me or do I feel like it should interest me because everyone else seems to be about it. Um, 
like a quick example of, of what a value would be is my, my best friend, my best friend is like a really introverted guy, um, loves to keep to himself, even though he can get along with pretty much anybody. Um, and so privacy is a big value of his. Um, and he could succeed in any career. Like he, he, he really could. He's, he's so amazing with people. He's a great people person. He could go into sales, he could go into marketing, he could be a lawyer, but because his value is privacy, he's decided to go down an investment route where he's more into investing and whether it's properties or stocks, he loves that because he can use his money to impact something but at the same time, be behind the scenes and not have to, have to interact with many people. People don't even have to know his name in certain cases. So he's making these decisions based on that value of his. And it's something that as a result, he's going to be able to do long term. And as a result, people are going to know that he's doing it authentically. He's not just doing it to like be cool or because it's, it's the latest like trend, you know? So I, don't underestimate like how much introspection you might have to do to get things sorted out in your head. I found that when it comes to social success and dating success and meeting people, it's, it's less about, it's less about what you can technically do. I think all of us can go up and talk to anybody and walk up to anybody because you know, we we have our legs and gravity isn't heavy on us so we can go and do it, but we have all these mental barriers in our mind that are stopping us. So it's a matter of, introspecting getting those mental barriers figured out and then that way you're seamlessly able to connect with people enjoy hobbies that you truly enjoy and people are naturally attracted to you that way because they see like this guy's clearly having a good time he's someone that i should be talking to naturally they can't even help it because of your good vibes yeah no this this episode is already full of Great advice. So <laughs> I'm really impressed, Laz. Uh, yeah. So you pointed out so many uh, great things. I just don't want listeners or anybody else out there to think that they don't have time to sit down and think about these values because communication is something we do for most of our waking hours. So it makes sense to kind of figure that out and, mm-hmm. and know what you, who you really connect with. To say you don't have time is to say you don't have control of your schedule, I think. And mm-hmm. we need to really figure out these values so we bring the right people into our circles. And sometimes we have to eliminate the wrong ones. And that's tough, you know? Um, so let's say we have a random guy. Let's do a hypothetical situation. And he's going to a new city. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't know anybody. What are some basic tips you have for this guy to start expanding his social circle from a very basic level using tools today? What would you recommend? Yeah. Um, I mean, that can go in, in many directions, starting from scratch. Um, let's, let's, let me give you like a, a mindset one, and then we'll start going into some, some tactical stuff that, that could really help a guy out. Um, the first is, and something that helped me, um, is the idea of never saying no to a social situation. Um, so what that means is, as you're getting started and meeting people and, and you have literally no one to begin with, you, you need to say yes to everything. Um, because that's what's going to help you define what you like and what you don't like. It's going to help you define the kind of people you click with and that you don't. Um, and eventually it'll, end, it'll, it'll result in social momentum. So you'll have more opportunities that you can actually say yes to, at which point you can start saying no. But assuming that you're starting from scratch and 
and you have nobody to hang out with and some guy at your work maybe suggested happy hour, but you're not even sure and you're not even that excited, who cares? Just go with the flow and, and, and take up that opportunity because that's what's going to help grant you um, more social opportunities. And that's also what, what, what uh, creates serendipity where you naturally create, uh, meet people out there and you weren't even asking for it or even anticipating it. It's, it's the fact that you're putting yourself out there it seems like the more you put yourself out there and the more effort you put it, put out, the more that the universe is willing to say, all right, this guy kind of deserves a random opportunity. Here you go. <laughs> and, and, and you kind of notice it. You're like, Oh, all right, cool. I'm going to go with it. Uh, I swear that's happened where it's just like, where did this yeah. opportunity come from? Crazy. <laughs> uh, it seems esoteric and it seems very woo woo. Um, but that's how social the social life can be sometimes is that just random opportunities come your way and you got to go with them. Um, so I think that's the first is just never say no to social situations, stay open-minded as you gain your social momentum and start getting lots of opportunities coming your way. Then you can start filtering and start developing your standards for what's going to be worth your time and what's not. Um, I, I think the second thing is, is always keeping your ear to the ground. And this is more tactical. Um, I had a conversation with a client just a few days ago um, to help him out with his social situation and, and growing his social circle. And I, I asked him, I'm like, what's the, do you know what the population of your city is? And he's like, oh no, I, I don't. I haven't checked that in a while. And I said, that's, well, that's already a red flag because you live there. You've been living there for a few years and you don't know how many people live there? That's, you got to know, like, you don't have to, it doesn't matter. But the point is that you got to know what's going on and what's happening in your city. And yeah. if, if you can't tell me of one cool thing that's happening this weekend in your town, um, then you're doing it wrong. Um, because the, the whole point of the ear, ear to the ground technique is that you, you, you know what's happening and you can, easily bring a few people together and string them along and, and have a good time or that you can go to because it aligns with your interests. So for example, for me personally, um, I'm, I'm following a few accounts on Twitter, San Francisco jazz center, a few museums, uh, the, the, it's a, a conservatory of flowers. So I'm into all these like nature museum, artistic type of thing. And I, they always post their events. They know they post their parties that they're going to be having. And I even, I'm even in touch or following a few bookstores, like their newsletters, because I know that bookstores have lectures and I really like going to those. So I'm always plugged in and knowing what's happening within the stuff that I care about. And if, if you want to build a good active social life where you can bring others along, but also you, you just know what's, what's popping you you have to keep your ear to the ground and, and tactically that means following a few accounts on, on Twitter, staying on top of newsletters for, for these event centers um, and just, just knowing what's happening. So I think if, if I, if I could summarize, it's never say no to social situations, keep your ear to the ground. Um, and I think that those two things are going to steer you in the right direction and give you a lot of social momentum and meet people that are naturally going to be good for you.
Yeah, you're, you're casting a wide net and expanding your opportunities. And like you said, once you have those opportunities, you can start to eliminate accordingly. And the second part is interesting because if you do all these things, it's kind of like you always have a plan B. It's like you put, you're, you're put in the leadership position because you're the guy that knows what's going on. So if your plans tonight don't work out, you're like, doesn't matter. I know this other party or other thing going on down the street. Let's go there. And people love that. If you're that guy that sets those things up, just knows it, like, those are big points. So um, great advice for all the listeners out there. And so, Laz, I figured we could close this interview with a brief introduction. Yeah. So um, so my name is Laz. I, I moved here to San Francisco um, four years ago. Uh, and when I first moved here, I knew absolutely nobody. And it seemed like everyone around me already had friends. Um, but all my college friends moved elsewhere. So um, I, was I was put in a unique situation where I basically had to develop my social circle from scratch, grow my dating life from scratch. And um, today I, 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 um, I, I have that part of my life figured out. And on the side, I run Socialite Magazine where I share my insights. Amazing. Laz, thanks so much for this interview. It's been value-packed and I'm really glad we reconnected. Awesome. Likewise. Thank you, man. All right, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Cheers.